Hello, everybody. It's me, Mike Catherwood, and I have to tell you about something that is truly fantastic. It's called Honey. Let me break it down for you. Everyone shops online. We all do it. But have you ever shopped online, you bought something, and then you realized after you got it that you could have got it for cheaper? It's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. Who doesn't want to save money? Well, with Honey, you don't have to go through that ever again. See, Honey collects and amalgamates all different types of coupons for everything you could possibly think of. And it collects them and using their browser extension and their app, it applies them to you when you check out. Boom, right there, you get money that you could have saved. You probably didn't even know about said coupon, but boom, it's right there in front of you at your checkout, saving you money because of Honey. It's a fantastic little piece of technology. And over 100,000 people have given it, listen to me, 100,000 people have given it a five-star review on Google Chrome. This is something that is not fooling around. This is real deal, top-notch, creme de la creme tech. There's really no reason not to use Honey. And I mean that sincerely. It's free to use and it's easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. So shop with confidence. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash high. That's joinhoney.com slash high, H-I-G-H, you know, for high and dry. Honey, online savings simplified. We should talk about, uh, well, I don't the podcast, I heard that Tom Segura, Tom Segura and um, Bert Kreischer were talking about my comedy band, like that some comedians don't go on the show anymore. Comedy band. Your comedians don't go on Absolutely. The, and then saying that... They were um, open about that? I didn't get to hear it all. People sent it to me on Snapchat. Just little bits. And it, from what I got, it was like, maybe Tom was saying... <clears throat> Bert was saying, he talks about hooking up with dudes. And I was like, I didn't know if he was serious or not. And then I think he is. It's just So that's all I got from the Snapchat. So he did bring up that. And apparently he brought up Tom was like, nobody goes on his show anymore, like as in us. So it's out. Yeah. Like those guys, it's a thing. The comedy, like if you're the Joe Rogan experience, you're not coming on the show. And I think it might be because I'm gay. Because of gay? Well, if you're super, what is it, Republican guy? Yeah, but he has on Milo and other, Joe has on way more gay. Milo hates gay people. Milo's the most hypocritical moron that ever lived. He's gay, but he talks well, he's shit on gay people. Yeah, but that's why he had, he had him in because he's a Republican. And he's on the, like, he doesn't think same-sex marriages, all that stuff. That dude's fucking pure evil. He's a strange guy. Yeah, he's Milo's a cunt. really- It's on purpose, though. Peculiar fella. Same as Ben Shapiro. They're both very smart people that are twisting- dumb people's brains into doing stuff that makes the world meaner. Well, are we, are we wrong? <clears throat> well, it's interesting you brought up Ben Shapiro though, because listening to Ben on Joe's show talk about gay, the gay issue specifically. Yeah. Joe was pretty perplexed as to why Ben would have any problem with gay people. Like he he said, that's the one major thing where I don't agree with you on. And so it, at least it seemed ostensibly, who knows what people really think, but it seemed that Joe didn't have any- I think I caught that, you know, you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? It didn't seem like Joe Rogan has any issue with 
Well, if you thought that, look, I don't, I don't have. If that's your belief, then that's your belief. That's what am I? I'm not. I'm, it's like someone telling me I need to not believe that I'm gay. I, I, I get it. If you don't like it, great. But if you didn't, um, if you thought that, and we did this podcast right now, and you were saying, look, it's enough is enough with the gay thing. Yeah. And I was like, well, you really, Mike? I do disagree with you on that. Mm-hmm. And then we finished the podcast, and then you and I go to dinner. Yeah. Why the fuck am I going to? Why am I hanging out with you? Right. All the time. Okay. If you're, if at the end of the podcast, you go, yeah, well, we'll agree to disagree. I think that gays do not deserve to be married or have any rights and they're not even real. They're just deciding to do that. And you go, oh, okay, well, I disagree with that. But dinner, wives, right. wives meeting up. Well, that's a little different only because you're actually gay. If two straight guys have a fundamental disagreement about something, I could see them still, you know what I'm saying? Like that. that yeah, maybe I'm more of a, you know, look, if I was, uh, you know, if we were talking about Jewish people and you were, I don't even believe in religion, dude, but if you're yeah. talking shit on Jewish people yeah, and you are, that's my thing, I believe that Jews are not real or something, whatever, I don't know what, what your argument would be, but- Like Holocaust denying or something? Something like that. Yeah. I, that's your opinion, but I'm not fucking going to dinner with you all the time because you're, I don't want to- We're wanna, not I, the same. I yeah. just don't, I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get angry with you about it, but I, I'm like, man, really? Did you just really- Tell everybody that the Holocaust is not real. I, I don't. You're an asshole to me. Yeah, and I and, and I realize that I'm an asshole in many ways. And if you don't want to hang out with me, just like the comedy guys, if they don't want to hang out with me because I talk about sucking dicks too much, then that's their prerogative. But I got to tell you, man, just knowing that there that's a thing that because I was like, I'm paranoid. I live in this weird thing. It's it's I'm sure it's a lot of entertainers have it where you think you're shit hot and you're the worst person on the planet right. is yeah. both is a mix of both in there. So I just thought maybe I was imagining it. But to hear that they're talking about it, I'm like, okay. I knew yeah. it. I knew there was something. I did something. And I knew it wasn't something on purpose malicious, because that's not me. But I did do something to piss everybody off or or make them uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's that. Fair enough. If you're raised a certain way and you're like, dude, the whole talking about dudes, just stop. You know what I mean? It's, ew, I don't really want to go over there anymore. My, he might bring up, you know, make out with me or, or I mean, it's uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I fucking completely agree to that and I back it if that's what you're in. I, I am in another position now. I'm not the same Jason that, you know, 10 years ago. I have a different uh, agenda. You know, before it was like, just be honest, tell your, open up as much as you can. And, and uh, you know, if you can help people that have gone through anything, then great. Make some jokes. People are driving on the traffic and they want to not think about the dude in front of them going super slow. So fucking say something entertaining. This is all you're good for, which is a good, wasn't a bad thing, but this is you. This is what you bring to the table. Right. And then ever since I realized my sexuality and how odd it is, especially how odd it is to be into moto and titties and dicks, and then knowing that there's, you know, Temecula's got, like, there's going to be 5% of those people out there that are doing it or want to do it and are hiding from it. Sure. Hiding their life, worried about it, maybe thinking about doing a bunch of drugs or killing themselves because they don't want to face it. Well, now I have another agenda. Now I have something that's far more important than getting a pat on the back from anybody who's in any genre of entertainment. I don't, I would like it, but I, I, I can feel it just knowing yeah. that that's why they don't want to hang out. I, I got a weight off my chest because I thought maybe it was because you suck so bad. 
you know, yeah. I can think that. It's when you're when you're up and down like I can, you can actually do I'm like, well, what, why does nobody wants to hang out? What what am I? A bad person? Did I do did I insult one of them? You know, I remember when I said that I uh prank called Joe Rogan years ago when I thought we were friends as a girl and he just hung up. I didn't get a chance to switch the voice and go, it's Jason, hey. Yeah. I thought maybe I did that. And I'm like, man, you're such a dick. You know, like you don't even know him that well and you put him on blast on the radio as a girl. You, you, nobody wants to hang out with you because you don't have any fucking boundaries. You're a madman. And the same as Dax. You know, Dax is like, dude, you might be talking about me more than wanting to get sober. And I'm like, what? No, I don't. What? No, I... I mean, I bring up everybody in my life. I'm not trying to get like a f advertisement through you. What the right. fuck? But it made me think you, boundaries, dude. You don't have any boundaries. You don't respect. You know, maybe he doesn't want you to talk about the it, private conversations. You don't think about that. It's, Thomas Hayden Church texted me once and I said it on the radio. He's talking about this band as band, worst song ever. And Thomas was fucking bummed at me and told me. And I said, I called him. I was like, I have a problem with this. This is not the first time this has happened to me. I do this to my friends is with the boundary thing. I might be doing it, it right. <laughs> right. I might be doing it right now again. I don't. I can't no, share my whole right now, life. Right now, you're just. I, I think you're in a in a really important moment of self realization. That's yeah. that's different than okay. Because I'm not admitting, blaming any of them. I'm blaming you, me. Admitting that you have a problem with boundaries isn't in and of itself a problem with boundaries. I think it's right. actually pretty important to dealing with that. And also, um, and a lot of people, uh, myself included, I think anyone who gets into media or show business, you have to learn. Sometimes you have to learn the hard way. Some people it's easier than others, but you have to learn. Um, public figures have a whole different set of boundaries than regular people. Yep. Um, and and uh, that, that's not good or bad, but that's reality. Um, when your image, when your reputation carries with it far more currency than if you were uh, um, a policeman or a or a or a plumber or what any any um, any job, it, pol politicians and entertainers, your job is a lot of it is about your talent and your ability. A lot of it is about popularity. It's a it's a fucking popularity contest. Yeah. So. Their their idea of boundaries is is very narrow, you know. Yeah, yeah. I guess the other thing is, just being a competitor, wanting to be successful, when those people don't want to hang out, it lowers my popularity. It lowers my success rate. It lowers the feeling of success. So that is difficult to deal with too, because it's not important. Yeah, but it could be. What if it's like one step down that's too many steps down and then I'm fired or something? I don't know. Full ban on the guy. Let's go full ban on him. It's, once again, paranoia. But you, you know, I don't like, I don't like, I don't even like staying still, letting them going down. I go up. That's yeah. what I do. To click down, it's a, it's, a, it's a good thing and a bad thing. When I click down, I'm like, oh, shit. And I start thinking of worst case scenario and how you need to get out of here. You're not going down. I'm not going down. I'll figure out another way to get back up. So the way, the pressure is on. Mm -hmm. And it has been for like a year because I felt it. For over a year now, I felt it where I'm like, somebody 
we're not as popular. Some shit has happened here. You better think of some other stuff. Um, it really, a lot of that too depends on your perception of what's taking a step down. You know, if you're analyzing it purely by amount of people listening to the show, that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. If you analyze it by the actual value to people who listen to the show, yep. that's another way of looking at it. And Look, it's it's easy to see um, how you could be taking a tremendous step up too. I see what you're saying. And I completely am okay with that and agree with it. I uh, And I would make that deal. I'll make that deal right now. I just don't want it to be by making such a statement right. that they take me away from making any statements. Yeah. We still got to exist to help get the message across. My my only advice to you and take it for what it's worth because I'm not an executive in in the entertainment yeah, industry. Yeah. But as someone who is a big a passionate consumer of media and someone who's in the media industry. Always Always make your content, always deliver the, the entertainment that you want. You never, never cater to the audience. Once right. you start, once you start doing what you think people want, you're sunk. Right. But when it comes to things that are um, uh, social issues or identity issues, Stick by them because that's who you are and believe in that. But never confuse that to mean that the value of your show is that you are a gay guy or a bi guy. You know right. what I'm saying? There's a, The difference is, is like Jason's a gay guy, a bi guy, and he believes in that and he's open about that and he's not going to back down. The reason you should listen to the Jason Ellis show is not because he's a bi guy. Right. And I think that, that right now we're in a particularly tough time um, with that, but where I'm starting to see a lot of shows where their entire promotion of the show is, I'm a I'm a black woman. You should listen to this show because I'm a black. Not I'm hysterical. I'm really talented. I'm yeah. compelled. It's I my writing room is 60 percent female. Right. That's why you should watch this late night show. It's like, okay, what are you have? Do you have good guests or is there? a new twist on things. And um, I just hired a, a, a trans person as my marketing executive. Right. It's like, okay, that's great. Good for you. But how, how does that express to me the value of your show as, as an entertainment entity? Do you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like social blackmail in a way. Like right. if you're not supporting this because of what they're doing, then like you're not that progressive. Right. Yeah, you still have to make great content. And 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 then it doesn't change. That's not gonna that doesn't take away from the fact that those things are important. If you are uh um if you are black, Jewish, Asian, trans, gay, those things should never be shied away from. And, and I, I want to live in a country where everyone can be proud of who they are. What I think is is important, the delineation right now, especially where those things carry so much weight, is that there's a lot of entertainment projects and a lot of media that that is that is their pitching point what's that song i'm a little bit country i'm a little bit rock and roll yeah mm -hmm. we should cover that where you say you're a little bit jewish and i'm a little bit homo <laughs> <laughs> oh let's try God. to help everybody out. i'm a little yeah. bit jewish i'm a little bit asian too. i'm a little bit half homo yeah, i'm a little half a homo <laughs> i'm a little bit asian 
I'm a little bit outback too. You keep just add like all the things that we are. Mm-hmm. Said, we don't have any black. Can you be in the song with us? <laughs> I'm totally black. Just you totally lean, black? Lean into the camera. Yeah. Right. Full so, on. <laughs> so you can't really say you're a little bit. You have to go yeah. full. Uh, I rocked. You haven't done the spit in the thing though. You might be a little bit something else. They do the testing like that's genetic, how, genetic yeah, testing. Yeah, yeah. The twenty-three. That's how I know answer. I'm a little bit Asian and she's a little bit yeah, Jewish. Yeah, point three percent, bitch. Most most <laughs> people are no, no. In, yeah. in this no, country, in this country, <laughs> in this country, everybody's there's, Jewish. There's very few people that are one hundred percent something. Yeah, right. they, I mean, very few. Most people are actually a, a really big mixture of a lot. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to do the spit thing because you'll be a little bit something else, and then you're in the song. Because you look black as fuck. So if you said you're a little bit something else, and I say, because I say I'm a little bit Asian, and people go, no, you're not. I'm like, fucking look at my tests. I am. Mm-hmm. I'd love to look at your tests. I'm more ne- I'm the most Neanderthal out of everybody on the Jason Ellis show. No. Uh, Jason, but that's I, pretty easy. The I don't, Jason Ellis show is pretty ladylike. I don't um, mean this as an insult or a compliment, but that's easy to understand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when you hear Jason's a big percentage Neanderthal, you're like, yeah, okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I like lifting rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have a very thick skull. Uh-huh. I like, whenever I see like a log on the ground, I feel like I should pick it up and hit somebody with it. <laughs> Speaking of mixtures of, of ethnicities and races and stuff, I rocked someone. And I'm not the guy who likes play gotcha argument stuff, about, especially about political or social stuff. But this guy came at me because of Rudy. About um, me not being really Hispanic, and yes. so who, who am I to to do that? And I said, uh, "You're that's you can feel that way. That's fine, but I'm as much Mexican as Barack Obama is black. Yeah. So is he What's not? Up? Is he not a real black guy? And uh, no response. Ooh. That's how I knew because he he, he gave me like twenty five responses, visceral like typing forever, oh, and then wow. I I dropped that one, and it was like, oh well, radio silence. And I was like. Yes. Yep. Got him. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. He should be allowed to do that. Thank you. <laughs> Dance around your sombrero on his grave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I realized that for Alice Mania 19, because it's going to be free on my YouTube page, that I can't, because I wanted to come out to Mark Anthony 3.0. It's my favorite uh-huh. song to fight to. Yes. But I can't. What? Where did that come from? Yes. My no, nothing against the where, song. I just would never it? have guessed that. Well, I got into salsa because of my coach. Yes. And then, you know, I started to get more into salsa enough to, like, find out what I like the most. And I remember him saying, Mark Anthony, man, you got to check that out. I'm like, Mark Anthony? Fuck that guy. He's a tool. I don't know. And then a couple of times I'm listening, fighting. I'm like, this song fucking kicks ass. What's this? He's like, it's Mark Anthony. I'm like, fuck. And then so he's like, just download it, man. Just check it out. So I downloaded it and... And listening in the car, and then just the first song, it's just such an inspiring thing to get ready, kick ass. It's a song he wrote about leaving J-Lo because he doesn't, you know what I mean, because he's fucking moving on, he's better and doesn't need any of that shit in his life, and it's just time to celebrate and be a champion. And I'm like, he, he's unstoppable. Right. So it's an unstoppable song. And Salsa makes me happy, makes my feet move, <coughs> it makes me a better boxer. And that song is like inspiring and it makes me, makes my feet up. My body knows that it's time to box when I hear that song. So I listen to it to the, on the way to the gym in the morning sometimes, maybe all the time. 
then I crank that fucking thing and nice. I'll play it. Maybe depends on how traffic is. If the song ends and I just play the same song over and over again. So I just play Mark Anthony 3.0 maybe three or four times to the gym. <laughs> and then I come in with that song in my head. And I'm fucking, I'm just a better fighter with it. I have as an far idea. As, I, as far as I know. But I can't play it. You fucking too. can't play it. Yeah. They'll, they'll stop everybody from watching. And if I have that. Yeah, so, they'll cut the live stream. And I know the best fight I ever had was when I had um, I had an Australian flag poncho and big Mexican hat on and I had a <clears throat> mariachi band play for me when I came out to fight. And that's when I knocked out Gabe Rudiger with one punch in the, in the second round after making him miss with my hands down. Like right. I was fucking Roy Jones Jr. or some shit. At one point, May with, Mayhem was denouncing. He's like, Holy shit, I'm going to get Alistair striking coach because I had my hands down. I was like, whoop, 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 boom. And I'm like, I don't even do that. It's the best video I've ever seen of me boxing. Anybody. It w- that was, to me, besides uh, besides Deegan and… Um, that was awesome. Uh, what's the name? Mira. Mira. Um, besides that, and maybe, I go back and forth, maybe Sam Shocker and Kenda… That was amazing. That that was my favorite Ellis Mania moment. That was just and the way you knocked him out, like the fashion in which you you were like pivoting off, and I was like, everyone was like, "Fuck!" We knew the whole place went crazy. It was the punch that I'd been working on with Joel Mills. Like he named it the Leroy Brown, yeah, because it was like he's like, "You fucking hit anybody with that, they're done." And I wore him out, and it was like I only threw that punch one time, and it landed perfectly yeah. and knocked him out. I'm like. This is the greatest redemption ever. It felt so good. Then every I saw, I remember Pierre and Colin McKay, like right as I was walking off, I was like, fuck yeah. And I like walked past and they were, they were like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, I fucking told you I would do that. <laughs> Crowd was going nuts. Yeah. It was electric. So I feel like for this one, because this is this will be the best I've ever been for sure. I'm just a way better boxer. And I'm in better shape. Uh, ever since the, you know, I mean, this is the off the antidepressants run. This is, the first time I've ever fought off antidepressants for five years. So I was fatter. Even if I train, it's hard to get that fat off on those antidepressants. Yeah. It's hard to train every day because I get too tired. So I just didn't. Now I can do five days a week. I could do seven. I just, I'm not an idiot, but I can do five, no problem. And I'm faster. Yeah. And I'm stronger and I'm leaner without even working out. I've been sick for two weeks. I'm still leaner than I was when I fought Kyle Kingsbury. So I'm about to do a six-week training camp. I'm going to fucking kill that dude. I'm going to snot that dude so quick, and then I'm going to beat Kyle Kingsbury. And then that video is going to go out, or I beat Kyle Kingsbury. And then I'm going to uh, see if I can fight in the UFC. But like, look, I beat this guy. He's <laughs> lightweight in the UFC. Just give me fucking CM Punk. He's still signed up. You want to oh, give him yeah. one more? Give him one more. Sign up. I can get off the test, no problem. I did it for King of the Cage. And I didn't, you know, I didn't have to, and I didn't know. I know that's the best. But I still fucking, I beat that dude. Mm-hmm. I raced cars that morning and I beat that dude. You beat that dude, and it was so impressive because you beat that guy who was tough as balls. Yeah, he was better he than me, too. Rocked you yeah. to start the fight. Oh, yeah. like, that was awful. Rocked you. Yeah. I mean, I my wife was holding me, like holding my arm, like, oh no, this is bad. Yeah. Rob Corddry was to my left. I like, was thinking the same thing. What did we drive all the way out here for? So right? you know? stressful. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's sort of an outdoor auditorium and it's fucking raining. We got there from his like 
off-road car race. We drove straight there. He didn't have time to warm up. They're like, all right, time to fight. Yeah, stupid as fuck. Was it Keith Jardine, I think, was like mm-hmm. looking for chicken somewhere Couldn't around the casino? <laughs> like a Viking man. I need hey, chicken. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have any. Yeah. He couldn't no. find chicken. So I was like, fuck it. Let's just do this. Straight in, not warmed up, punched in the And face. that's why he called me too, because I wasn't yeah. ready. Yeah. I just wasn't in that. But that's, I'm glad that happened. Because you know, you know, that's a lesson learned. Yeah. You know, like I don't, doesn't matter what, how much time I get, no chicken, no food. I know when the cage shuts or the, the bell goes, you'll never catch me like that again. You have any interaction with that Gabe Revis fella anymore? No, I actually have to contact him. I have to contact King of the Cage and him to put a photo of the fight in my new book. Mm. So I have to get approval for the photo by King of the Cage and by Gabe. Seemed like a nice enough fella for a, for a tough bastard. It's weird. He seemed really yeah. nice and I didn't know, but in the interview for the fight, because I didn't hear it, but he was like, fucking dude's calling me out, coming out here, fucking trying to fight. I'm going to fucking t- t- teach this dude a lesson. Like that was his yeah. video when he came out. I didn't know that. Like yeah. I, I didn't know that he, By the way, he found me to be offensive. I was like, I, don't, I was sorry. I like, don't know if he found you to be offensive, but I think that for a professional fighter to fight some radio guy who wants to, ha- you know, Mm-hmm. check off something off his bucket list, I could see him. That's a reasonable right. take, this, you know? This Yahoo stepping into my realm. Yeah. Gonna destroy him. That's, look, I, I gotta be honest. I felt that way certain times about podcasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day I was having a meeting regarding um, podcasting and I found out that one of, if not the highest paid podcaster at podcast one for those you don't know it's a big network of podcasts the highest paid person within that network is the bachelorette from two or three years ago she gets a she gets a massive podcast where she makes money hand over fist again nothing against her good for her i I, honestly good for her that bummed me out a little bit i'm not gonna lie for (laughs) me and i'm sure for jason i've spent close to two decades and i'm only 40 and I spent close to two decades trying to de- cultivate a career in broadcasting, mm. working on every aspect of it, get com- uh, comfort on the air, my eloquence, uh, building my vocabulary, trying to um, research different walks of life to make myself, uh, everything I've done, uh, audio and sound production. I don't know anything about it. I tried to do everything I could do to make myself more. Your hair is great. Uh, my hair is fantastic. <laughs> um, and uh, just to be better, and to do the and then to hear that her only qualification for becoming a wildly successful broadcaster is that she was the bachelorette it, you know i it may sound petty but i go oh what the fuck you know what i'm saying and i could easily see how like a like a, a some of the especially for like a guy like cm punk if i'm in the ufc actively and i'm 36 and i've been at it for fucking 18 years and I've been working on my wrestling and my takedown defense, and I've been trying to harness my fucking skills in every way. And you find out, like, oh, this guy's going to get a, a headlining event with a couple million bucks because he is a <laughs> WWE guy. It doesn't, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'll give him, a, I'll give him credit. I feel like, yeah, he's not in ready to be as the UFC guy that he is, but he paid his dues somewhere else that got him the deal. Sure, it's like I got a deal in radio. Because I used to be a pro skateboarder. I think maybe when I started, I don't really think nobody really talks shit because I maybe at the very start, because you got a job, you got your foot in the door, you got a job because you know Tony Hawk. 
I'm like, well, I do know Tony Hawk and he wanted me as a co-host. And when I started co-hosting, everyone at Sirius thought that I did such a good job with what I was doing myself mm -hmm. that they hired me to do this other job. But it, but it's still, you don't have any qualifications. I remember somebody, I don't want to say his name because it's not worth it, but you don't have any qualifications. You don't have any radio background. You didn't get a degree in anything. Mm -hmm. And you have the biggest show on here. But the difference is, is I work, this guy that said it says, I work at Sirius. I've watched what they didn't do for you mm -hmm. and how they've tried to stop you. And you built your own thing with no advertising, nothing. It's right. a mistake. And you made it from scratch, nothing into this giant monster where they ha now have to be nice to you. They now respect you. But I watched how they didn't for 10 years. Right. And you didn't, you, you definitely had uh, a name in another arena that got you your foot in the door, but you didn't get your foot in the door and then immediately get the biggest show in the world. That's no. what I'm saying. There's a big difference between someone like everyone. Who, but she's keeping the show though. That's the thing where I would give her credit. If they got a big deal because you got the show and you're famous, great. But if the show's still going and it's still successful, right. then you're doing something right on there. Right. And it turns out, I, don't, I haven't heard it. You haven't heard it I've either, I'm sure. It, no, no. Well, dude, if it's still, because you know how it works. If she starts a show, I'm a bachelorette, bitch. And everyone goes, great, lame. And then mm -hmm. they stop listening. Well, you're not getting any more sponsors. I, I, I totally agree. And, the, and I want to make my point be heard. This is nothing against CM Punk. This is nothing against this girl. I believe her name's Caitlin. This is nothing against her at, at all. Good for you. Yeah. Make, make fucking tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. I, I, my gripe is with the system. And I, I, the same thing goes for uh, um, uh, a, an actor or an actress who works really hard and then finds out that the by far, far and away, I don't know if it's still the same, but but certainly three or four years ago, far and away, the highest paid television personalities in the world were the Kardashians. If I'm someone who went to Juilliard and worked my ass, <laughs> tried to be the best actor yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or TV show host in the world, I'd be like, God damn, nothing against the Kardashian. Good for you. You figured out a way to some weird wormhole where you walked into tens of millions of dollars. Right. They Good for you. That for themselves. I, I, I'm angry at the system if I'm that person. You know, I'm like, oh, I just feel like, you know, this is popularity. You're talking about popularity here. Yeah. This is like, uh, I'm in a pop band. And one, well, I'm in a pop band and I'm really good. And there's another pop band that's way more successful. And I know for a fact that their, their musicianship is nowhere near mine. Mm -hmm. You're in a popularity contest. That's like me getting, like, Brendan Sharp is gigantic from out of nowhere. Is he as good on the radio as me? Fuck no. Fucking never. Right. Not even close. Everybody thinks he is. He's gigantic. What am I? But that's that's life, baby. Like, maybe it's because he was a real UFC fighter. Maybe it's because he's got hair. Maybe it's because he's buff. <laughs> maybe it's because he's friends with Joe Rogan. Beside the fucking point, it's gigantic and you're not. Yeah. Suck a butt. I think it's a lot of the, all, all those factors you named, um, all in one. Brandon's a handsome guy. He's, he's putting scared. in the work, man. And everybody loves it. That's That was my point. Like, it's a recipe. And he's definitely handsome, charismatic guy. He has ability. Uh, he is friends with Joe Rogan, so he got a little boost there. But on top of that, one big factor in that recipe is Brendan works his fucking asshole. You know, and right. you can't take that away. And from he, he must be a nice guy yeah. to people that are going to help him get further in his career because he's obviously doing yeah. that. And if you're not going to further his career, then he stops talking to you. But that's, <laughs> that's the game. You know what I mean? You're a hustler and you're on your way up. You know what I mean? Maybe on your way down, you'll text me back. But right now, you're on your way up. I get this is the this is the game. Yeah. You take that. This is business. That's like Sirius XM saying, 
we're only going to give you a 10% raise. And I go, 10%? I fucking made this, ch- this channel. What an insult. It's not an insult, it's business. Yeah. Jason, we're going to give you twice what you get. Why would I do that if I'm in charge of trying to get you to work for me for the least amount of money so that my boss gives me a pat on the back and gives me more money? I know what's going on here. I know the dude that tells me that he's only giving me a 10% raise has a boss that goes, wait, did he go for it? Fuck yeah, you're getting a, a bonus. Yeah. I get it. It's the game, man. He's got kids. He probably wants to get tires on his Mercedes Benz. <laughs> I understand what's going on here. Yeah. This is the hustle. I like it. I, yeah, it is. It. Uh, I don't want it easy, man. I don't want it easy either. I just, sometimes I want it to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, and man, I guess, uh, look, I'm not owed that. Nor is anybody in any industry. You're not. But, but here they, we are, man. We're in, doing in, this. In fairness, in the opposite direction, uh, specifically with radio, it didn't make sense in the opposite direction the same way. Where guys in the 90s, um, there were morning show crews that weren't all that, that were making four and a half million dollars a year. You right. know, like it, there was well, in I the remember. late 90s, early 2000s, radio got to the, syndicated radio got to the point where it was like, what? What, what? what did you say? I'm sorry, who, what? Laura, Dr. Laura, I'll, I'll fact check this, but I know it was over. Listen to me. This is sounds like science fiction. Dr. Laura to do a daytime radio show where she gave out advice about being Dr. Laura yeah. made over one hundred million dollars. Wow! So That's... we it, we it got to a place where yeah. it didn't make sense in the opposite direction. Yeah. Where no, I remember when I did Alice Mania, how, when the Hard Rock when it first sold out and was really big at the joint. The Hard Rock told me that uh, this is crazy, man. This I haven't seen this since Stone came here. You know, a different era, though. You know, he got paid a million dollars to do that. Yeah. And I went, what? He's like, yeah, man, different era. We had to pay him a million dollars to have this event here. And yours is just as big as his. Yeah. Different time, though, you know? Different time, different I'll tell you what, I I got 20 grand. And that's like, then you give everybody stuff, too. But I got to say, then you pay your manager. And then you pay pay the taxes. I remember thinking, because the first time we did Alice Mania, I paid the Hard Rock 20 grand. Yeah. Shout out to Chad Reed for... Chad Reed gave me five grand towards it. Aww. Sponsored Alice Mania. Not Suzuki. Chad Reed gave me the money. That's why there is Chad Reed Day. He's that type. <laughs> it's of, not why, but yes. he's that type of person. <laughs> yeah. No, it's the, things like that that let us know he is the type of man to be celebrated with his but own day. I was going to say, with the whole luck and you know, we're here, and you know, maybe this isn't as big as I don't know the name of it, but whatever, a giant's podcast. But we're here, and we're very talented mm-hmm. and we have an audience and it is growing and it's sort of one of those things where you put in the work and it doesn't happen straight away. Oh, good. Good. But it'll, it'll come. I mean, sometimes the we're still new. We're not even up all the time. Sometimes people go, hey man, that fucking show isn't up yet. And I'm like, okay, fuck. It's time. Yeah. Takes time. Videos come out. People start watching it a little more. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do. Are you good? Are you putting in the work? Are you here all the time? Yep. Yep. So that's just the way it, it'll it'll all pan out, man. I truly believe it. We're building a house. Yeah. We gotta make the foundation. Katie's doing her OnlyFans. Up. Yeah, right. I am. So even yeah. if this doesn't work out, I'm gonna be rich anyway. Check out my butt check out her butt. Check out her butthole. Yeah. <laughs> check what? out my butthole. That should be uh, that should be like um, your t-shirts. It Some people should. check Kate, out my butthole. Katie Ellis, check out my butthole. It's not a bad angle. No. Oh, speaking of that, oh man, I had, I, I had an idea for Ellis Mania. Yeah. I don't know. Have you named it yet? 
Yeah, Bat City Brawl. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was thinking of… I wanted to do a horse wheelie for the, for the photo like with the cowboy hat on, but I, I don't was, know anybody. I was looking at or reading the newspaper and I looked at the word Australian. Yeah. And Austin's in it. Oh. So and I was thinking like like you letters? on the shirt or something, but you know, high, uh, yeah. capitalize the words, Aust- the letters for Austin in Australian. Oh. And, or, or call it Austin-Australian. Oh. Ellis Mania, Austin-Australian. I believe we have to take a break. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We'll be back with more High and Dry. Jason? Yes, Mike. Catherwood. <laughs> If you found $100 on the street, yeah, would you pick it up? I mean, I'd make sure it didn't have any poopy on it first, but yep, you got to watch that. Good choice. Jackass stuff. Poo dollar, man. Watch out. Poo dollars are dangerous. Yeah, but if it, if I, once I saw that it was free of feces, uh-huh. then yeah, I would go for it. Why? Why exactly. do you ask that? Well, because people essentially are doing that every weekend by picking winners and not betting on them. They're leaving free money right there and not picking it up and taking it. I knew Justin Gaethje was going to beat cowboy the other day. Does exactly. that mean if I had a, I could have got a hundred? My bookie could have made you a winner. Damn a real it. winner and gave you some money. Where were you, my bookie? Well. Or it's, where was I, right? But exactly. I probably just, my bookie was there the whole time. Yeah, you absolutely. just chose not to use it. Sorry. But don't do the same thing. Week after week, I know you have winners burning in the back of your mind, but you're scared to bet. You're confused on how to do it. You don't know if the person that you're going to bet with is the right person to bet. Trust me. Don't be scared, homie. My bookie is the place to be if you're going to place a bet. And let's say you place a bet. You're starting to feel like, "Mm, maybe I didn't pick a winner. Do you know at my bookie, you can actually change your bet or place a different bet after the kickoff? No. It's true. What about... Can you bet on me at Alice Mania? Well, we're working on that. So I'll be giving you some free money if you can. <laughs> I wouldn't bet on Simon Woodstock. But listen, my bookie is truly the best place to bet. They are so unbelievably helpful and, and it's such a comprehensive site. And listen to this join now, and my bookie will double, double your first deposit. All you got to do. Use the promo code high and dry, one word high and dry, to activate the offer. That's promo code high and dry. So you visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. I would do that. I mean, I'm going to do that. <laughs> so I try to gauge the interest of certain topics with the audience by listener feedback and stuff, which is with uh, high and dry has been particularly high, uh, pardon the pun, but I feel (laughs) like um, the the listener interaction um, for this podcast, considering, you know, how many people listen is, is really high. Like I get a lot of DMs. I get a lot of tweets. I get a lot of people interested in certain things regarding the podcast. And one thing that I've found a lot, a lot of people are interested in open relationships. There's a huge, huge, huge listener feedback. Uh, uh, yeah, Whitney's uh, podcast surge. is all about that, and I think it's doing really well. Yeah. What is it? Uh, real sex and wild love? Something like that. Yeah. We the were on it. The working title was, I really want to bang my Catherwood, but she had to change it yeah. for legal reasons. 
<laughs> um, so I thought I would essentially just interview you guys about some of the things that I found people are interested in. Okay. Um, Let's have it. First and foremost, I, I know I know Jason was in a technically monogamous relationship prior to to Katie and you know in a marriage <laughs> wait you you just calling me a cheater flat out i i didn't say anything you i just were, know though. on on paper on paper you were in a monogamous marriage yeah yes. no okay. i i did agree to a monogamous yes. and i yep yeah, i fucked that up mm. um katie is this was this your first go round at a real open relationship no. no no it's not i've been in monogamous relationships too but um yeah, I think more the open relationships I was in in the past, I was younger and it was more just that we were being very casual with mm-hmm. our relationship. But I liked, I, you know, I preferred it that way. I wasn't really trying to like get locked down. And I also never believed in monogamy mm-hmm. as as being functional. from Like from being a teenager, just like listening to crass. <laughs> like yeah. that was one of the first things where I sort of echoed back thoughts that I was already having that record penis envy where it just talks about, you know, like how people don't own your body and you should be able to love other people if you want to. And I'm like, that makes sense. It all really makes sense. But you know, then when you're trying to do it, that's where things get way more tricky because there's no format that works for everybody. Right. Right. You kind of have to like create your own boundaries and like talk a lot and figure out what you're okay with. Cause sometimes there's like a theory you could have about something and how it should work. But then in practice, maybe you feel completely different. Yeah. So. Well, the one thing I hear from uh, my friends and colleagues that are in open relationships, they always say, it's really based on communication. It's based yeah. on communication. And I, my retort is always like, I think every relationship is based on, you know, like my wife and I are in a monogamous yeah. relationship. And whenever we're in a bad place, it's always a communication break. Just oh, stay, sure. stay good you know? friends with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. You need communication. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I just think when you're trying to do something that's a little more, you know, on the edge of the spectrum of regular relationships, you definitely right. have to communicate more. Every, any little thing could be like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I get it. It's weird to say, I might be into this and think that when you say that you might be into this, that she goes, oh, I'm not. That that didn't, that doesn't make you any better in my mind. As a matter of fact, you might have dropped a notch. Right. Mm-hmm. That's something that you're like, man, maybe I should just keep that to myself. Right. You know, it's, it's a fine line. Sometimes I feel like, especially since I'm, you know, like sleeping with, or messing around with boys or whatever, it's not, it's way more common that I do it than she does it because she's 10 times more picky and girls just don't, do that. There's no sauna where everyone's masturbating each other. Yeah. They don't no, do it. If no. there was, I would always go there. But even if I had a vagina, if I had a vagina, I would go there and let everyone masturbate my vagina. I mean, yeah, that doesn't happen. Those scenarios don't happen with women. We're way more emotional in the way that we want to connect. Right? It's, true. It's, it's not like we just have this uh, hard-on that we can hold in our hand and just manually, you know, it's just, it's a different, it's a different approach to all of it. I also think that that's the reason, and this is, man speculation, but mm-hmm. I also think that that's the reason why it's so much more devastating in a monogamous relationship when the woman cheats mm-hmm. as opposed to when the man cheats. Right. Because just- it really is, tr- I'm not making excuses for guys who cheat. Yeah. You know, you, you should, if you're in a monogamous relationship, you should respect that. But it's really true that a guy can cheat 
and the woman means nothing to him. Right, right. I was going to say, though, don't get me wrong. It's not like every time we sleep with somebody, it's got to like mean something and have a connection. That makes it better. I think that's true for anybody. But I mean, we we get horny too and we like to have sex. And sometimes you just want to fuck somebody and it doesn't mean anything. Right, and that's right. that's totally okay. I, be, I I totally believe that, and I, I agree. My and favorite. I, I think that uh, <laughs> that your specialty that idea I should be caring. spread. That idea should be spread out more. That that women do feel that way too, <laughs> because there's this notion that women can't just love sex. That it has to be about uh, feelings and all this shit. Right. But I just think in general, like if a woman in a marriage strays it's because she's really lacking something in her her marriage where and, he, and not he all the a, time but most you especially i think the guy's mind's worse than what the real thing is mm-hmm. like when a girl cheats on you you think look it's usually a mental thing yeah not only is it a mental thing that they're getting along better than you are with her but she's he's probably giving her something in the bedroom that you're not giving right you got to bring your ego into it because yeah. you're a fucking dude absolutely it's why it's not so much it's worse it's just men can't handle it as much because really they can. live in their own head. Like, I'm still bad at it. That's why she doesn't fuck a bunch of dudes. It's too much of a pain in the ass, mm. honestly, to they deal with his emotions. And he, he's not the best communicator. So I have to like really be like, what? How you feeling, buddy? Well, no, no, wait, no, J- Jason, Jason has trouble expressing how he feels? No, no. You don't. <laughs> yeah, no. Jason Ellis? No. Yeah. What? Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're going somewhere with this. I'll so, brew on something for days before I get to it. Yeah. It's gnarly. Well, I'm, I'm, I got it out. So now mm-hmm. if you do sleep with another guy, it's going to be out in the in the open from the start. Like yeah. I feel like we went through the one guy, the black boyfriend guy that I liked <laughs> him. He's right yeah. here, guys. Come on. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's not talk well, about I him like I that. Li- I just felt more secure with whatever happens. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he can better me in any department. Right. I don't know why, but that's how I look at it. Because white, because su- white supremacy. That uh, yeah, that's obviously why. Wow. Well, me and him think he's like you're, he's like you're kind of <laughs> like me, but why? Uh, uh, he he had this thing where he kept thinking I was kind of a, a bit of a black guy. Yeah, I'm like sure. Yeah, he's like I get it. You're into the things that I'm into because I get it. I'm into your wife. You really like my chick, and I'm like, would I? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. She'd probably be into you too. And I'm like, why is that? He's like, well, you and me are kind of. You got the thing. I'm like, okay, you got the thing, yeah. Big dick energy. Mm-hmm. It's cold. That's what he told me. <laughs> so jealous. So um, it's overrated. But the last guy where she almost hooked up, he was younger. Oh yeah, and was I like had 26. just and 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 I'll I'll be I don't care. I'll mention it. Malice likes him mm-hmm. or did like him and recommended him to her. And I know Malice. We've done stuff, but we haven't done what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm not I'm not her type because I'm older. And this is a new yeah, thing for she likes me. Young boys. This just entered me, my life, where I am now old, and I, I mean, I, I look at myself like there's a certain range of girl now where I'm like, don't even touch me. Right. It's fucking gross. Yeah. Whether you think it's not or I don't care. I'm not touching you. You're fucking twenty. Ugh. That's I'm a good. So thing. old. That's a good thing. Right. Yeah. So the older I get, the more that's going to start coming up. And then to know this younger guy, she's into this younger guy. He's got a bunch of stupid tattoos and shit, which I'm actually okay with. Seems like a buff guy. Might be buffer than me. I'm okay with that. I can live with that. Did you say yes? He was, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? So anyway. (laughs) Weightlifting buff though, not like functional buff. But anyway, he's like the text messages with the love hearts and shit. When I saw that, I fucking... 
I got bummed out about it. I'm like, yeah. wait, you haven't even fucked him yet? And he's sending love heart emojis? Like, I don't run that shit. And she's like, you do with that other chick. And I'm like, okay. He does that shit all day. With one chick. Uh-uh. What? No, I do not I've, do- se- I've seen you send. Yeah. It's not the first time. It's just different though. When he sees it like, oh wait, she's getting someone saying nice stuff to her. Like, mm-hmm. oh God, my ego. But the difference is I don't know that guy. If I know that guy and I hang out with that guy for a while before he fucks her, mm-hmm. then it's then for some weird reason, it's okay now. If I don't know you and your love partner, I, d- I didn't say you could yet. Yeah. You know, and I know it's not, that's not fair. It's her life. It's her vagina. Mm-hmm. But I just want more not, I want him to know. You know, and that was the difference with the other guy. At one point before it went down, he was like, I mean, this is, I'm pretty fucking into your chick. And I'm like, if, if you want to, man, have at it. Like, right. you guys are totally cool by me. And that shut my, whatever, insecurities down. Yeah. I just was like, I said it. You said, you asked, I said yes. You don't like the unknown. Yeah. I don't yeah. like, I don't like where you might not even want to talk to me after. Yeah. I'm like, why? Do you think you're going to take her from me? Because <laughs> I'm not playing that game. You know what I mean? I'll kill you. I think right. that's perfectly reasonable, by the way. I, I you know, And that's more than just male ego. I think that it's a sign of how much you care about Katie. Right. Is that you don't, it, 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 it's above and beyond just like, hey, you find this guy hot. You'll probably have some fun with him. You're like, I don't really want you spending time with a guy that I don't like. I don't really, I want to sign off on him as a man more so yeah. than I want to sign off on him as a cock. There was another you guy know? that she used to hook up with too that she always hung out with. She used to fuck before I ever met her. Mm-hmm. And I never met him. And I didn't like that. Yeah, I was like, why can't he just come around and meet me one time? She's like, he will. He'll get around to it. And I was like, it's taking too long. I'm not, I know, I no longer trust this guy. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels a little awkward for me though, because it's like, wait, do you not trust me? Because no. ultimately I'm the one that would make any sort of decision as to whether I'm going to do something that would bum you out. And you have to trust me. <laughs> yes, but that you. Whatever I'm putting mem- myself in is a safe situation in regards to our relationship. Right. But you also, if I'm going to have somebody that I have sex with regularly, mm-hmm. you want to meet them to see what their intentions are. Because one time, remember that trans girl that, I used to hooking up with, and you could tell that she was trying to date me. Oh, like yeah. she'd be more into. She was weird though. She was trying to get you to like buy her gowns and shit. Yeah, but I was, I, you know, me, you know, me, you know how far away she was from getting a fucking. You weren't getting shit from me. <laughs> she'd meet me at the mall. Like, you can get this gown. Yeah. It's only five hundred dollars. Yeah, I would just laugh at her. I'm like, what? Just, just blow me. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, but that, but that, she's like, this one's being too serious. She's cut off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, cut off. And yeah. that one was good to me. That one was, she was super into it. Easy to, there was no, yeah, sure, she had that intention, but I felt like she also knew that there was no fucking chance. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I like you, but nah, not even. Like, it's not even a, I got to go. Yeah. Like, I'm not hanging out anymore that it's done, and so it's gone. But I got, but I did, but I could tell that she would go out with me. If I was like, look, I think I'm going to leave Katie and go out with you. She'd be like, yeah, 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 great idea. Not cool with that, because it's team... You know, yes, you can have fun with my wife. She's fucking hot and you're fucking lucky that you get to fuck with her. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's going any further than that. Sure. If as soon as you do that, it's like you're doing shit behind my back. You know, anybody, man, even if you're like my best friend, as soon as I think you've got another uh, motive besides just having fun with her, well, then, then, no more. And and I think that- and That's the same with the one that I- there's one girl that I hang out with that we, I, I love her. Like, I love you. Right. 
but we have sex as well. But I don't, I'm not in love with you. I don't want to not move, not, not date, not even close. Mm-hmm. It's not even fucking close. But because I did say that I loved her and she said she loved me and she's one of those people that says she loves a lot of things. So it's a little easier for her to say it, but it's not, I don't say that to people. She's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, okay, we got to yeah, real. because you don't even like most of the people you have sex with. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. That's not true. So this true. was like, this was a first in our relationship. I'm like, it would be nice if you had someone you were friends with that you're sleeping with, right? That's better. It's healthier. But then it's like, wait, you guys love each other? Like, yeah. what problem the breaks? What does this mean? Like, Absolutely. Back to the communication. We and had I'm to. fine with and it I, now. And yeah. yeah, because because at first I didn't say all everything. And then we had it mm-hmm. out. And then we said everything. And then once everything was said, and then the girl was involved with it as well. Like, look, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just, you know, I mean, yeah, I care for him. And yeah. if he wants to bang me, he can totally do that. Yeah. That's so, but it had to be all, it had to go back and forth. And yeah, at one point there was a time there where I probably could have said, guys, it's got to the point where, you know I mean? I really care for this girl, not in that way. And she needs to be there when I say not in that way. And Katie hears me go, but not in that way. Just, you know what I mean? Care for her, sexually attracted to her. No way, not dating you, never ever going to do that. Totally in love with my wife. And this girl knows that and she's good with that. If you do that from the start, because if you're, I'm older and she's tougher, like she takes, you know, she's like, God, you fucking idiot. You know, you don't fucking communicate. Now look at the shit storm. Mm-hmm. Some people will be like, now look at the shit storm. I'm fucking out of here. Mm-hmm. But she's like, God damn it, you fucking idiot. Let's work it out. And I go, oh, I'm sorry. And then work it done. I really do mean well. And she's like, I know, but you're a fucking idiot. And I'm like, I know. I know. And then and then it's resolved because we're, our relationship is really strong when it comes to doing things that most people would think, oh, that's it. We're done. You know? For sure. For sure. Because we know that in the end, I don't want to live without you forever. Aww. You know? I don't want to be, I don't want to go out with some ding dong. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to go out with dudes or I want to live with you. I, I also think me that it, um, I also think that Jason made a good point about how, hey, it's not fair for me to intervene because it's Katie's vagina and she can do what she wants. And, yeah. and you kind of intimated the same thing going in his direction. But I, you know, as an, as an outsider, I have to say like, well, it kind of is because you're married. You know, it, it, and it's like, it's like saying, um, if uh, my my wife has uh, an abortion, um, obviously she is in charge of this because it's her body and it's her vagina. Still my business. I still get to have a say about how this goes down, if and when, and because I am her husband and I'm do the. Do you though? Here we go. Yeah, I don't think you do. I disagree with that. Yep. I think that definitely um, fucked up, Catherine. I think she should t- talk to you about it. Obviously, right. you guys are in a relationship, but. Ultimately, that is her body and that is her decision. And if you if you were like, no, I want this baby. And she was like, no, I don't want this baby. There's no in-between. No, she no, no. Uh, that's, not, that's not what I meant. If she didn't want to have a kid and I did, there, you know, the, 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 the trump card goes to the lady. Absolutely. Uh, that, but what I was saying is like, for, for there to be this vacuum where it's like, 
female body, my body, I do what I want. I don't even have to talk to my husband. It's like, yeah. it's like, no, no, no. My my feelings are a part of this too. And, Being and respectful and goes you, a long way, but she you still guys, has the call at the end. You yeah. guys in an open relationship, um, uh, your your vagina, who you sleep with, you, he's agreed you can sleep with other people. So in the end, in totality, it's it's your it's your business, your yes. decision. It's definitely his business too, though. Oh, for you sure. You know what I'm but, saying? But like, that's a boundary we've created within right. our relationship is that, you know, because some people have an open relationship where it's don't ask, don't tell, right? Mm-hmm. So they can go hook up with whoever and like, it's like, I don't really want to know about it. Just don't bring it up. Like, do it discreetly. I'm fine. Right. We don't have that relationship. I would, I need to know right. what, who he's, what he's doing, who he's doing it with. Same with him. He needs to know who I'm with and what I'm doing. Has, has, was there ever a time when you guys considered, a more of that kind of relationship where it was just no. like, you do your thing, I'll do mine and no. we'll be safe. No, no. Nope. I, I'll, I'll definitely be like, you know, he'll say, can I go hook up with so-and-so or mm-hmm. I, sometimes I don't know who it is. And I'm like, yeah, have fun. But I need to know and I need to be like on board with it. Cause to me, if, if he's off doing shit and I don't know about it, that's cheating. Right. You know? Yeah. It, it just is. I think that um, uh, Brent on the Howard Stern show, he made that point the other day. He said, people think that swingers or people in open relationship that they're that because they are in this situation that there's no such thing as cheating, and that's mm. not the tr- there's still no. boundaries. Fuck yeah, there's cheating. There, there's still boundaries. There's different boundaries, annoyed, but there's sex, boundaries. If you're having sex yeah. with a couple, and then another girl comes in, and Katie goes to the bathroom, and I fuck her before she comes back from the bathroom, that's cheating, right? Like that's to be everything has to. You know, I'm learning. I'm still. I think I'm never been better, but I still have a long way to go. But because I and I think that I from my not communicating. That's why you're asking these questions. People really need to communicate because I've, she stopped. Like there's, there's been a stop in it. There's no threesomes. We just started talking about it lately. And I feel like, cause I've known that I've been out of, out of line on stuff. And I'm like, I feel like it's like, she doesn't seem like she's that into guys that much or, or threesomes that much. And I'm still a fucking walking penis who is now really embracing the gay side of my life. Like, I didn't even know, you know I mean? It's like she said, you, you only let people hook up you don't even like. And I'm like, well, that's not right. And my therapist <laughs> is like, that's not right either. That's not. So, you know I mean? I've, I've got a, there's a guy that I know who I like. He's my friend and we hook up. That, you know I mean? And now I, ha- I have like two or three other people that I know. I know them. Mm-hmm. And they're friends of mine. I talk to them and yes, we hook up from time to time. The random thing of like, I don't know who you are. You're not sucking it. No yeah. fucking way. And the steam room's kind of dead now, so now it, it's they, they kind of <laughs> the got weird. Steam room. What's that? Oh, there's a steam. Yeah, so the steam room <laughs> that I used to go to, the Korean spa, used to be. Um, uh, there's a big steam room, very steamy, and when you sit down, guys are pretty quick to do stuff. But you also know that there's straight people in there, so you have a towel. People, if if a guy comes in and he's got the towel over himself and he's just not interested in anything, you probably I for me I opt to not jerk off or let anybody jerk off until that guy gets out because I just don't I don't think it's appropriate to start (laughs) jerking off when a guy might not be into seeing people jerk off so is there is there some people don't care some people will just come up and be like and they'll like go to reach and I'll be like get the fuck off me look at that guy right there does that guy look like he's in on this and if until the guy goes he'll look over and go oh yeah no I'm fucking into it and then you go okay you can jerk me off but until then I just opt with no, but I, I'm on this site. <coughs> Wait, I, I, I hate to interrupt, but I I think this is a, a good point to put out there because a, a guy like me is curious to this. 
in these establishments, or at least in this one in particular, there are customers there that are just for a sauna. Fuck oh, it's just a okay. spa. There's I, a, saying, I have this envision side. of like a 70s bathhouse where it's like, <laughs> no, this exists for gay guys to go for. Bathhouses fuck. are no. different. There's bathhouses as well, which is really odd because if you go to bathhouses, then you can walk around naked. You can go in the steam room. You can fuck up against the wall. You can fuck on the couch. You can fuck anywhere if you wanted to. You can start mm. jerking off and coming everywhere. Right. No one's going to say anything. It's a fucking gay bathhouse. Mm. Yes. But for some weird reason... It's a little dirtier there. It seems a little more suspect. I definitely like, um, yeah, because you can do anything there, which means a lot of people be like, hey, just fuck me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not fucking <laughs> random people in the fucking steam room. Ew. So then people are like, people like me that are like experiencing stuff, but don't, are, are still level headed enough to not want to get AIDS. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Up to, up to go to the straight sauna yeah. where, and it depends where you are. If you go to Voter Spa, I would say it's 5% of dude tries to suck you off. If you go to the Korean spas, there's a couple of them where it's 5% people don't want to suck you off and 95 of them kind of want to jerk you off. So now this this uh, the roof caved in over the cold <laughs> plunge. And that was my main thing. Like I wanted to go, I go in the steam room and I, yeah, sure, I get jerked off. Sometimes it works out where I'll stay in there even longer to get jerked off and walk into this cold plunge. You mean I have a shower, jump in the cold plunge. I almost passed out in the steam room. So I can stay in the cold plunge for a really long time. I can recoup better. Mm-hmm. So it works. I'm jerking off. I'm fucking recouping. I'm doing all the things that I want to do all in one morning. Now the roof came in. So there's spa, the pools are all closed. And I guess recently, because I'm on this other gay site that I found where it's like a cruising site and people talk. It's kind of like, uh, what is it? Where people comment on stuff after they've gone there. Yelp. Yeah, it's Reddit. like Yelp. <laughs> it's like Yelp for gay stuff, for yeah. gay cruising. Gulp. And that place, there's, pe- there's people Gulp. on Gulp. It better be called Gulp. It's called Squirt. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I didn't want to say it. But anyway, there's people say, people like... Uh, it's fucking ruined now. Like it's a, it's a big. They're, they're in the middle of uh, fixing all that stuff. There's only steam room, and they've made the steam room not be as steamy. So if you're getting jerked off in there, if you're walking past, you can see you're getting jerked off in there, which stops people from wanting to get jerked off in there. So there's workers working on this on the pool, jacuzzi, and, and cold plunge. So there's only there's this other section where the steam doesn't get as steamy. It's still everybody's still thinking the same fucking thing. I can tell nothing's changed. Is ninety five percent of us are all in there going fuck? Is it gonna get a little steamier? Because I mean, it probably. You know I mean, someone's gonna jerk me off, right? And I've got, and I'm like, probably not. If it doesn't get steamy, it looks like nobody's jerking anybody off. And everyone's like, well, fuck. How are we gonna jerk each other off? People trying to pour water into the thing to make it get steamier. <laughs> and I told, and, and, they're, and they're like half chubbed, putting water in. I'm like, I total. Everybody's like, fuck. It won't get steamy. So then I look on this squirt thing, and everyone's saying, uh, you know, thanks to a couple of you fucking gluttonous idiots. This place is supposed to, a guy said this, not word for word because I can't remember, but <laughs> this place is supposed to be, a, you know I mean, a cool cruising place where you might see a cute guy and you guys might to agree to suck each other off or jerk each other off. Now it's ruined by you people that have no respect and just start butt fucking in front of straight people. <laughs> and now none of us can fucking go there because apparently some dude jerked off a straight guy and the straight guy called the cops. Oh. And now hey. the owner is like, because the owner knows the money's made by the dudes sure. that are jerking each other off. Yeah. It's five percent straight people, so now he's had to like you can't. You know, I mean, you get you get checked. You could get in trouble. So everyone's on this warning thing. So everyone's talking about you can go to this other spa down the road, another Korean spa, which I go to because I've checked it out. And this one has less 
places to hide where and the steam room's not that steamy. So people that are, you know, you try to get a read on how it all works. And I'm like, oh, so this is a room where people jerk each other off. And then I find out because some dude's like, come here, come here. And I'm like, okay, where are we going? Down some corridor into this relaxing room, which is a dark room. <laughs> it's a giant room with no lights. Okay. And people are in the corner in the dark. Oh. Doing all kinds it's of like stuff. It's like that Will Smith movie about all the zombies. Yeah, well, I am legend. Yeah, when yeah. they're all huddled in the corner. Yeah, yeah, I sat down I sat down in the dark and then like two dudes came over and started jerking me off and grabbing my balls at the same time. Fantastic. But I'm just sitting up against the wall going. Okay, and see okay, this this is the, the f- fundamental difference between men and women because I go to the Korean spa, same spa, yeah. women's side, no one's horny. Right. No one's trying to fuck each other. I've seen couples in there. I've seen like a trans woman there with their girlfriend and like, or a trans man rather. Like no one's fingering each other. No one's blowing each other in the steam room. Nothing like that ever, ever, ever happens. That, that, I mean, and <laughs> this is where I start to get a Dude, little in the bit. outside bit, I've seen two guys in the outside bit that had tails over two little Asian guys sitting next to each other that I was like, I'm not pulling my dick out because these guys are cops. Yeah. That's what I thought. And one, another guy was sitting there. This is the outside section in the sun. There's walls around us, but it's, there's little gaps. And I know that there's guys that work there that have looked through the gaps and they're like, they bang on the wall. Hey, stop sucking each other off. Because they know. Yeah. People are always trying to do it in there. So I'm sitting there going, these guys, they're uh, looking at me and I'm like, I'm not pulling my dick out. I don't try. This is a booby trap. Dude walks off. One dude walks off. These two Asian dudes get up. One dude's already hard. It was hiding it. <laughs> and just straight up the other dude's butt. Standing right in front of me. And I'm sitting on the bench and they just go, he goes, whoop, bump, 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 bump. And they're looking at me and I'm like, and they're like, come on, come on. I'm like, come on, what? I'm like, just give me your dick. So I like stand up in front of him. The dude that's getting fucked is jerking me off for a second. <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm looking over going, are you really doing that? And then people come. I sit down. They sit down. The dude looks at us and goes, mm, look, you guys look like you were doing something. Goes back out. They pop back up, straight back up his ass. <laughs> no lube. I mean, I don't know how the fuck it's even possible. That's a veteran ass. Yeah, yeah. these guys were secretly fucking. Yeah. And anytime anybody walked in, they would sit down and that person didn't know that fucking two seconds ago, he was getting pumped. I, for a moment, Wild streets, man. have to take, uh, we, we have to pause and, and think, what do you do if you're the cop who gets that assignment? Right? Wait, they weren't police. You know that, I'm just saying like, but but apparently that happens, you know? And if you're a police officer, you go there and you touch your dick under the towel and then the other person pulls his dick out and jerks off and you go, boom, busted. Yeah. They don't, if they fucking suck me off, we're not, I'm not going to jail, dude. We're in the clear. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't, you can't, police officer can't suck me off and go, he harassed me. I'm like, no, dude, you harassed my penis. I was still sitting here. I'm thinking of like the male cop who gets like the rub and tug assignment, you know, yeah. they go undercover and he's like totally getting jerked off. And he's like, sorry, Jim, uh, Sergeant, that, that place is clean. <laughs> I might want to go back though and investigate some of the other masseuses to make sure that everything's on the up and up. You know what you should do? Because I brought it up on the Jason Ellis show and nobody really bit on it. And I think they, they're too scared to do it. But there's a place near my work mm-hmm. called The Zone. Mm-hmm. And The Zone start, oh, opens at night. <laughs> And it's a big, giant glory hole place with like three different levels. You walk upstairs and stuff and there's all these booths with little dick holes everywhere and there's cages and, and uh, fuck swings. And it's all, you, you know what I mean? You, you pay, you can get poppers at the door and rubbers and shit. And you go in there and it's fucking on. Okay. But you can, 
you could be a straight guy that pays to go in there and you could just walk with me through the levels up and down. I could show you all the levels, all the dudes saying, hey, hey. You don't, no one's going to do anything. If somebody like went to touch you, you're more than in your right to be like, seriously? Yeah. Because that is going too far. You need to give a go ahead. But just to, for you to see what, like if we went on a Saturday night, oh, you would that. fucking, yeah, I know you, you would? would. Oh, fuck yeah. I would awesome. love for you to report it because you, we, yeah, sh- yeah. we should really do it. I totally do that. I, I want to go, but they won't, they let, won't let me in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can go to the jerk off theater. She can go to studs. studs. But, studs. Yeah, I've She went to times. studs with like boys stuff on and a hat and a fake. Mm-hmm. We bought a fake dick from the sex store. Yeah. Here's where gay guys kick. <laughs> Nobody sucked it. Here's where they gay knew. guys kick lesbian ass. Is that like gay bars are always like trunks, rod, yeah. like yeah. the 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 velvet, like the velvet Pump. fucking <laughs> spike. Yeah. You know? Like lesbian bars are never like the clam. You know, no. they're, they're always just like, hey, it's a bar that's called. Well, there's Jerry's the bush, there's the bush yeah. lesbians that I mean, when you see them at at, at, at gay bars and stuff, they're they finger blast their girlfriend. They don't, I, I agree, but I'm saying like, horny, dirty there dogs, are definitely like we are. there are definitely bars, especially in the valley, that are lesbian bars. They're yeah. like for lesbians to go and feel comfortable and, and but they they never name them like like the furry taco or something. No, you know, like yeah. uh, that's where like gay guys have it. You go to Boys Town, you go down Santa Monica Boulevard in a certain area. Like every place is like, like you know, the meat. Or yeah. you know what I'm well, we, we need, you know, we're in a hurry. We need yeah. to get, we need to get it done. Yeah. We don't, you know, there's no like if it's too mysterious. I might walk past it. Yeah, meat or what about get your dick sucked. <laughs> That's where I'll go. I'm like, oh, that's where I need to go. It would make it way more easy. Save me yeah. like an hour from yeah. getting my dick sucked. Uh, I, Before we break, I need to talk about Alice Mania on the on the. I didn't get to it. I okay. can't listen to Mark Anthony. I'm no, no, but, but I have I an idea. Do a mariachi, mariachi band again? Yes, again. Public domain. Need- public domain song. But do, you know what the UFC used to do? They used to have the pay per views where they can't have the music. Okay, and the guy would come out to like. Let the bodies yeah. hit the floor. And then, uh, but then when they replay it on, they play this weird music. They or they cut the mics, and it's just silence for the for the viewer while they walk in. I've seen that too, where like I remember Chris Weidman in particular, where they his, he was just silent as he walked in, and then as soon as uh, the music cut, they they went back into the normal broadcast. Oh. So you could do that on the on the live stream, where it would be just they can see cut everything. Cut the audio and just play the song. Mm-hmm. Just mute it, yeah. Or well, play or play music over on the stream. I play, just feel like um, if I do that, I'm, now everybody else is going to be like, well, I want my song, and now we're cutting shit off on the entry sure. over and yeah, over yeah. again. It might be more more harm than it's worth. Yeah. And we still have mm-hmm. Death, Death, Die, and Taint Stick to play for everybody. So True. Hey, maybe, I think I might get a mariachi band, but I was trying to think of a really good entrance. I know, uh, you know Tyson Fury recently did his, he's dressed all Spanish, and he had a, a bridge that he walked up on, and then they carried the bridge to the ring. And I was like... <laughs> That was kind of shit. Yeah. Considering you're the the lineal fucking champion of the heavyweight champion of the world, that was shit. Like I could do that at Alice Mania. You need to. You know, I saw. So I'm like, I. What can I do? Because yes, am I as good as Tyson Fury? No. But am I as good as Tyson Fury on making a, a ring entrance? Absolutely. Fuck yeah. yeah. You're the you're the Anderson Silva. You're the GSP of right. a ring entrance. Right. And, and Simon Woodstock is going to be just as good, if not better, at that. And I want to win that. And then I want to win the fight. I mean, so I think tough. if you guys really wanted to play to your strength and really make the, what is so great about the fight culminate in something. Skateboarding, you're going to say? No. Okay. Simon comes in in his actual priest outfit, in his uh, preacher outfit yeah. with hymns and like, like, <laughs> like all like really traditional, classic Christian entrance. Yeah. And you come out just like fucking 
satanic dark devil like devil lock wig. I am getting I am shaving my eyebrows and painting my face and a, then painting big black eyebrows over my paint on my face. Like, a guy, I'm going to look like a guy carrying a big inverted cross behind you. Oh, I mean you like like I just seriously like the uh, almost like the undertaker that vibe and you yeah. just play up the the hell versus heaven. I think what that about would be a coffin? Oh, carry a coffin. A out coffin, and someone and is. It, wait, wait. Someone is dressed as the devil, and when the cotton coffin gets to the ring, he rises you up from the coffin. Yeah, Satan, Satan yeah, how revives you, you. How do you? How do you get the coffin in? How do you get people to carry a coffin with a two hundred and twenty pound man in it? How and do they? Paul carry, bears. Yeah, Paul bears. Duh. So I could get like a bunch of you guys. It'd be to like carry. ten of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then. But how do you get the the? It'd be tough to get the. Up the stairs and through the ropes. That'd be rough. No, maybe, that'd be rough. Just like if you drop me, I'm thinking to next to the ring. Bring it yeah, next yeah. to the ring, and then and then open it, and you're still lying there, <laughs> dead, <laughs> quote unquote. And then and someone who is the devil like spreads his wings and he's like rise, and then Jason comes up with his boxing gloves on. <laughs> no, I'm fucking completely yeah, I'm completely ready to go with <laughs> war paint painted like 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 monster war paint. I saw this model girl that she shaves her eyebrows. That's where I got the idea. And she painted her face with all these crazy speckly colors and then uh, painted big black eyebrows like up like that, made her look like, look like a demon kind of thing. And she's like a little cute model lady. And I'm like, what if I just paint my face like red? Like, like uh, what's that Mal Vader guy? No, Darth Maul. Darth Maul guy. <laughs> what? Fucking Star Wars. Fuck that shit. <laughs> That guy, but you know what I mean? But then, you know, not his, but like evil looking red shit. Mm-hmm. Just look, you know, as evil as I could possibly think, like demon face. Right. And just, I don't even know if it's fair. I mean, he's a minister and he's really weirdly kind of fried in his mind and he really is a God guy. And I'm, and I come at him as the devil he, with hail Satan. He is legitimately on my neck and then start <laughs> punching his brains you know, out. You know Simon He's a lot. He's a friend. You know Simon he a lot better than I do. You. you know Simon a lot better than I do. But from the little I got to know of him when we met here and when he was on High and Dry, he seems like he'd have a pretty good sense of humor about it, though. He's legitimately, he did say, he did he's say legitimately he a clergyman, but I also but he think did he tell me he didn't nerd. want to do the God versus Satan thing. Okay. When he was here, he did say, can you leave that out? Okay, well then. So then that's we, why. Yeah, I think out of respect for him, we should. He's supposed to send me his training videos today. I know Outlaw Energy, shout out to Outlaw Energy, by the way. Those guys are working around the clock to get all these other things involved. They're actually trying to bring sponsors besides themselves to Alice Mania to help uh, pay for me flying a whole team of people from all around the country and Canada put them in hotel rooms. Hysterical. It's, it's going to be awesome, but yeah. I am a little bit, I, lo- I, I like it because it's a challenge, but I am a little bit nervous knowing that it's just all my money going into this thing. Right. And I don't really, I don't have a, I don't even have the, that's why the tickets aren't on sale yet. So we're finding out today how many seats exactly, front row, second row, so I can sell them on Outlaws and uh, website, trying to sell them today, trying right. to get it out today. Yeah, I got a drawing of the. They did like actual measurements of the of the room yeah. and how many chairs will fit in what area and whatnot. So it's 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 coming together. It's happening. But I was thinking, but what so might I don't be, know how um, many seats there are. Sorry, Katie, but I don't know how many seats there are. So I can't even add up how much money yeah. it would I would make if it sold out yet. That's yeah. how stupid of a game plan this thing has become. Mm-hmm. There's still standing room too, like beyond the seats. But I was thinking it might be kind of cool to get like a billboard somewhere in Austin to advertise the event. How much is a billboard in Austin? I don't know. It can't be too crazy. They're just, affordable. Just like, because, they? I mean, like, billboards in Los Angeles, 
like Kevin and Bean got a billboard just because, and not it, not not, not K funny, though. not K Rock paid for it. Kevin and Bean said K Rock's never given us any. They did it themselves, and they, and they got and they got a billboard. And you know, granted, they're not getting it on Sunset in Hollywood, but you could get it. And I would imagine Austin's a lot more reasonable than Los Angeles yeah. You know, yeah, for outdoor so. broadcast. I just realized, sorry, babe, I've had, I've been on billboards before for being at tattoo conventions and shit. And I didn't think they had that much money. So right. good point. I, th- um, I think you could do an entire Ellis Mania billboard. Yeah, yeah. easily. And, and also it'd be, it could be a really effective, you know, because there are probably people that would want to go to that, that aren't Ellis, Ellis listeners. Right, you know, and, and, that's and to why get I think, that crew, that would be. That's why I'm worried about the seating because the other thing is, I'm pretty sure it's going to sell out twice, which is unfortunate because that means I could have because there's on it people, all the people from on it gym, all the girls, Aubrey, all the people, all their friends. There's skateboarders, Christian Asoy, all those people who are coming because they're Woodstock's friends and all that stuff. Then there's all the people from the radio show. If it was just the people that listen to the radio show. That's a thousand people. Yeah. There's no more than a th- thousand to fifteen hundred people in this fucking thing. It's gonna be a shitstorm. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be gigantic. Jam packed. So get get your fucking tickets. But that's why I'm gonna make it free because that's the plan. This one's gonna be gigantic. It's gonna be full of action, and everyone's gonna see it on YouTube. And then Alice Mania 20 in 2020, everyone's gonna know about it. Yeah. And it'll be gigantic. Free online, not free to go. Yeah. No, Still gotta yeah. buy a ticket if you want to go. Yeah. Here's one quick idea if you're going to still working on your stage entrance. If Simon does do, which I think he should, play up the fact that he's like, like it's so strange. It's so so rare and kind of awesome that he's a legitimate man of faith. Yeah. He does that. The very humble, uh, the very virtuous Simon Woodstock enters with maybe some nice hymns. You come in like Apollo Creed in Rocky Four, like the most fucking decadent, <laughs> shit, money spending shithole, unhumble fuckface. Just like you ever see. That back, comes natural to me. You I ever see Back that. to the Future too? I'm thinking of Biff in the future Biff uh-huh. when he already when he went back and changed the future oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. he like runs the town. But it's like like pictures of yourself as you come in in like a pimp coat. Yeah. What about and just like women massaging you? You're throwing fucking fake money. What about if <laughs> I have? What about if I come out like that throwing fake money with a with a coat on and stuff, all gold stuff? And I have a bunch of girls walk me out that have uh, pictures of my face. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like different, but but different, like almost different like poses, like Hanato, like different, mm-hmm. like serious, beautiful faces of Jason Ellis, just naked, different, naked, different, on a, naked on a stump, thinking yeah. to myself like Sylvester Stallone. Different <laughs> pictures of yourself and Nude just like photos, yes. with, like but tasteful, tasteful ones where you don't photos. see my penis. Yeah. Play girl, but side butt for sure. You're si- you're sipping. You're sipping Play. champagne. It could be Martinelli's, but you're sip- you're sipping it and you're just fucking I'm throwing before yeah, the fight. Just throwing wads of money, cigar in your mouth. I'm, I'm like <laughs> just like the most hedonistic, anti you know virtuous person. Tell everybody this this podcast. DM me on all the gluttonous things you can think that mm-hmm. I should carry, and I'll carry it. Yeah, every deadly sin we can fit. Without you, like, Fake murdering gun. people. Oh, it's yeah. Texas. Carry a real gun. Oh, yeah. What about if I make out with a gay guy on the way to the ring? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to bring that in. Yeah. What about if I get carried on a bed with a gay guy and we make out all the way to the ring? What about if you just get brought out by gimps? Little leather outfits. Ooh. <laughs> Can I, wait, am I on a leash or are they on, I hold them like yeah, a leash. Yeah, they're, like, all they're all on my leash. But a mixture, yeah. like, there's, there's male gimps and there's, like, oh. twink ones. 
and that you're like are crawling in front of you. Oh. Then there's, but then there's also like a Mistress Isabella, like mm-hmm. a hot chick one. So it's just the world of SM, like sexual debauchery. Yeah. That's good. Sexual debauchery on the way to the ring is a good one. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Yeah. Yep. I think we have to stop. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening good to show. the podcast. Good Don't show, forget man. to tell your friends. Thank you. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here, reminding you that we have sponsors. And are you groaning right now? Are you sad about it? <laughs> we're hungry. But uh, in case you didn't know, we're sponsored by by Outlaw Energy. And Outlaw Energy is a new energy drink that is actually kind of good for you. It's, it's got a- yerba made in it. So you know it's good. <laughs> it's it's all natural. For those of you who aren't from Australia. But Jason's right. Katie, what does it have in it? It's all natural caffeine blend of coffee fruit, yerba mate, ginseng, and guarana. I might be slaughtering that, but that, that's as well as I can pronounce it. They also use pure cane sugar in their sugary drinks, but they have sugar-free too, which I personally really enjoy. And they add electrolytes in it to keep you hydrated. One can is 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is like two cups of coffee. And I really appreciate that, as Katie pointed out, the sugar-free it's not like a lot of other energy drinks that are sugar-free, but they also have like 10, maybe 20 calories of some other weird artificial sweetener in it. This is legitimate, zero-calorie, sugar-free, ready for you to drink if you're not into the sugar, which is quite moderate, by the way. In the regular Outlaw Energy drink, it's only like 45 calories per serving, plus electrolytes on a hot day, on a uh, before a big, grueling workout, before, before, you got a radio a lo- show. before you got a long day at work. It gives you everything you need. The caffeine for the nice jolt, the nice pick-me-up, the electrolytes to keep you hydrated, and they all taste great. Am I am I shitting you? Super and, tasty. And they are the number one sponsor of Alice Mania 19. And the reason that it's going to be so awesome is because they're helping us try to make Alice fam have the best time possible. So I am very appreciative of them existing in my life. It's a great company. We're really, 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 really happy that they sponsor not only Ellis Mania, but the High and Dry podcast. Yeah. Um, they, they make our life great, and they should be making your life great as well. Because, look, it's a saturated market. We know. We're not, we're not blind to this. There's a lot of energy drinks out there. I'm a big fan, and I really sincerely believe that if you choose Outlaw Energy, you are going to make the right choice. It is the best product on the market, if in you my wanna, If you want to know where to go, I just realized, it might, if you don't have it in the store, just go to their website, and then you can order it from them. Be way cheaper, and they'll send it straight to your house. You got a code? Uh, yeah, the code is Alice Mate. Alice Mate is the code, I think. And, uh, Did oh, they... the website, it's the only place that you'll be able to buy Alice Mania 19 tickets. So you might want to check that website out anyway. There you go. There it is. Ella Energy. <laughs>